Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. So we are doing this contest called Winnipeg's Favorite Rock Song. It is a $10,000 giveaway. And uh, we pit some of the biggest rock songs in rock history up against each other. Uh, We've been doing this for the better part of two weeks now. And I'll be honest, there haven't been too many upsets. But I guess according to one man... Uh, as of Tuesday, um, he was upset with our 810 bracket because we do this weekdays at 810, 1110, 210, and 510. Mm-hmm. He was upset that Kim Mitchell's Lager and Ale beat ACDC for those about to rock. And he was so mad yesterday uh, when he woke up, still reeling in the effects of uh, his favorite band, ACDC, being ousted. He called the bone phone. And we encourage you to call the bone phone, good or bad, indifferent you got a comment, you want to chime in about something, anytime, 204-780-BONES, 780-2663. So here is this, uh, this old man yesterday uh, lighting us up. What is this f***ing bullshit? This used to be an ACDC station. Now you're Kim Mitchell? Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, mm. this man has called us multiple times. Like, he's a, he's a regular listener, he's a regular yep. contributor to the Bone Phone, and he is always been a sweetheart oh he's the best he yeah. loves our show he always tells us how much he loved our show the date from the day before yep um he's complimenting <laughs> us all the time like he just sounds like just yeah. an absolute gem just in case you're not with us at 8 10 a lot of days uh he calls in he's, he's kind of lonely you know he sits alone he's he's like drinking beer and whatever because he can't go to the legion right now i can't take him for legion beers and play shuffleboard so well anyway speaking about having a beer it's been uh, over four months now since i've been to the legion so right. again, like He's this, so this cute. is the kind of guy he is. He's just a legend, right? We and love this guy. That's why yesterday's call just surprised the show to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was hearing from people all day yesterday, yeah. like, what is this f-ing bullshit? You know, like, uh, suck my dick. <laughs> oh my god. I have never heard an old man use that expression. No, yeah. I think I like it, regardless whether it's it's the elderly gentleman that calls into the bone phone, like just to straight up tell us, suck my dick. SMD out of nowhere. He Boom. SMD'd us. Oh, and like, here's the thing. What is this f***ing bullshit? This <laughs> used to be an ACDC station. We're not not an ACDC station. It was just one particular contest. See, this is the thing. You control the votes at 762 We have nothing to do with this. Yeah. And this was a specific song going against a specific Kim Mitchell song. So you will see ACDC throughout, throughout the contest, throughout the bracket. And, yeah, and ACDC's like, back. ACDC's not going anywhere. We're still going to no. play lots of ACDC yeah. in the station. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> To you, <laughs> you know, suck my dick. Oh my god! I couldn't believe that, man. Uh, like, <laughs> what is this f-ing bullshit? <laughs> uh, when you guys were kids, did you hang out in your neighborhoods and as like a kind of a neighborhood gang of kids, and then oh yeah, you're always running amok. Absolutely, you go to other neighborhoods and flash these symbols. Uh, <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of kids, <laughs> a lot of families in in our uh, like in our neighborhood. So yeah, we were always playing outside, playing cops and robbers, oh, riding yeah. our bikes. You know, yeah, anything outside. Yeah, Cops and Robbers was yeah. a good one. Kick the Can did that one, too. Oh, oh that's yeah, classic. Kick the, can, yeah. Kick the headlights out of cars. Uh, yeah, we never got <laughs> that far. No. Yeah. Um, what was that other one? Uh, hide and Go Seek Tag was oh, always yeah. clutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a big one. And then even football. Like, there was this one park, mm-hmm. and uh, there, my buddy had a, a brother that was a year older, and we'd play football. We were big football guys. And his mom had just bought him, uh, I'll never forget this, Dan Filion. You know him. Yeah. I just talked to him today. That's so weird. That's hilarious. So this guy, Dan Filion, Dan Filion's story. Um, (laughs) His mom had just bought him this new uh, Rip Zone long sleeve shirt. 
and <laughs> we we're playing football and my buddy and I like just latched onto him <laughs> and <Aww>. <laughs> Rip zone and <laughs> like oh, ripped it right off his back. Oh yeah. Did he cry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he cried. He's like, My mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever do pranks? We were we were like the doorbell, like Always. the ring and run. Nicky Nicky nine doors, knock knock ginger, whatever you yeah. want to call it. We used to wreak havoc all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. there was one that one that I always really liked, and I know you're gonna think this is horrible. But you know that because growing up in River Heights, there was all the Dutch, like the trees, the Dutch elm, mm-hmm. the rings. Yeah, the oh, sticky, yeah. sticky stuff. With the really sticky stuff. Oh, so yeah. we'd take that on tree bark and then go and then wipe it under people's door handles. So oh, then you go and then man. like oh they'd, they'd stick their hand up in there and be like, ah! that's bad. I had, a, so I had a buddy who uh, he took a crap on our band teacher's doorstep. Oh. And then we all went and hit across the street to watch. And the yeah. band teacher came out. Ate it. He picked it up and he went inside his house. <laughs> no. We are like, did he, did he just take that with him? <laughs> and then like 30 seconds later, he comes out and he chucks it across. He thought it was a present. He probably thought it was like a a brick of hash drop off. (laughs) (laughs) You're so confused. Okay, so the Windsor Park Facebook group, uh, it's the area of the town I live in, and there was last week this thread that came up, and God, this killed me. So it starts like this. Approximately 5.30 p.m., somebody left a plastic grocery bag on my doorstep. I went outside and opened it. Inside was a burnt-up sneaker with a note that says we burn your shoes next. Then he wrote, Ooh. I have filed a police report because this ain't funny. And then all the comments from all the people after, what does that even mean? Stay safe. Is it possible that somebody is bullying you is in Windsor Park? Hate crime. <laughs> like people are freaking out in our neighborhood group chat telling this guy he should call <laughs> the cops because this is a bet like what? This is a classic kid prank, is this not? No, I've never we heard of this. Before. This was a little, this was a a little burnt, scarier. A burnt shoe in a brown paper bag. Like, what if the guy was a runner? Like, he's part of one of those <laughs> annoying running groups that goes down the trail at Windsor Park. There's that trail that goes all the way down Fermore. Yeah. And you'll see these people. They're the, they're the kind of guys that wear, like, the Vizzy vest, and they jog while the light's red. Yeah. You know, they can't get across the yeah, street, yeah, and they're, they're still jogging. jogging. Yeah. I want to burn their shoes. Yeah. What if this be? guy only has one pair of shoes, and now he's being threatened that Whoa. his shoes Someone's are going to burn Someone's going to steal this random guy's shoes and burn that's a threat. One shoe burnt in a bag. We burn your shoes next. I thought it was so funny. And there's literally a hundred comments. Do your neighbors have cameras? Check the neighbors. Find out who it is. Call the cops. So the police Whoa. have been reported. So if you pranksters wow. are out there listening. The Windsor Park Facebook group is coming for you. They're on to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's you and your burned out shoes. Yeah, yeah that's a weird one. <laughs> I know I know like uh, shoes over the telephone wire. That's always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So where you go buy drugs. There's a lot of what they said. That's what they said. Yeah, I know. That's where you buy drugs. <laughs> That's why they put a radio station here. Pollution is bad, right? Yeah. We've been taught that ever since we were kids. Yeah. Pollution. Recycle, reduce, reuse. Right. The three R's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was another one, I too. The, I was just yeah, going to say, wasn't there one. four R's? They did add one. Reduce, reuse, reuse recycle. recycle. Ridiculous. Because <laughs> it all goes to the same place. So I'm told. So there's a new kind of pollution. Uh, in our bodies. That, it, oh, I was going to say rock and roll, because that's not noise pollution. <laughs> that's not noise pollution, baby. Uh, no, this kind of pollution that is affecting, um, well, something that's a little concerning, when I, especially when I read the headline of this, of this article that came out yesterday from uh, Dr. Swan from Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City. Oh, yeah. She's been Legit. doing this, this study, okay? Because of pollution, men's dicks are getting smaller. 
<gasps> over I saw the time. this article. <laughs> so uh, there's been a correlation bet- between pollution in plastic and low fertility rates uh, for a while, low sperm counts. Yeah. And uh, but it's going further than that now because she's done more more studies on this. And there's a thing in plastic. It's it's spelled P H T H A L A T E S. I don't know how to pronounce that. Phthalitis. What is it? Sorry. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Big word. Yeah. It's in plastic bottles. It's in food packaging. It's in nail polish, hairsprays, soaps, shampoos. Basically, you know, anything that we use on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, when exposed to this um, thing in this plastic, uh, when, 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 you know, the fetus in the womb is exposed to this, it's now affecting what they're calling penile volume. Mm -hmm. So, boys are being born over the course of the years with smaller and smaller penises because wow. of this pollution in the body. I had also seen that the sperm count is way, way lower too because of it. Yeah, that's yeah. The, so that's, that's what I said. So, There's been a correlation because of this yeah. for a long time of the, of the sperm count. She's saying by the year 2045, yeah. men won't be able to produce good enough sperm wow. to reproduce. That's, uh, what's, what's the show that was on TV with the red... With the, that's what the it's kind of about. That was really famous. The Margaret, the, the that, um, uh, the Scarlet uh, Letter, uh, no. kind of like that. But it's the where they Handmaid's all were the Handmaid's Tale. Uh. That's what it's kind of based on. Is that men in society can't. Um, and women can't get pregnant. So, tiny so only so no, well, I don't know about this. <laughs> can't they even don't, get it in. They don't show it, but that's kind of the idea behind it is only certain women can produce babies and certain men can have them, so they were became slaves, essentially. No. Turnbull. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, this is going forward, right? <laughs> so what's my excuse? There's, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, is there a high concentration of pollutants in the Westwood area? <laughs> The Westwood, say actually all of St. James, because you can love me into that one too. <laughs> Things are shrinking, I don't know, and it's up my waistline. First days on the job. Uh, you guys remember my first day on the job here? It was uh, November 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. 2018, November, yeah. Early November, mm-hmm. mid-November, something like that. It was around Remembrance Day. And I showed up here, and I, I mean, I, I was familiar with both of you. But the rest of the office staff, I didn't really know too many people other than like maybe Carly from down the hall kiss because I worked with her in the city before. And then mm-hmm. uh, I knew Drew just because he had been on TV, Drew Kozub. Mm-hmm. But most of the salespeople and, and producers, I didn't really know. There was one producer that kind of knew me because he knew my dad. He worked with my dad years ago. So I'm like, dad. So there wasn't a lot of familiarity. But you guys remember, I wanted to look really good for it. Mm-hmm. And and again, I, I was I was a little naughty the night before because I had just gotten to town and I had gone out with some buddies. Uh, you never want to show up your first day uh, too hungover. I, I was a little hungover, medium hungover, but I just bought a new shirt, so I was feeling pretty yeah. good about myself. You yeah. went to Winners. I went to Winners at yeah, Grand Park, I which that. I don't even think in the time that I had left and come back to Winnipeg in that three-year window that there was even a Winners there. But I got the new Winners shirt. I, I still, every time I go past it in my closet, I'm like, hey, it's my first day at work shirt. You ever worn it again? Uh-huh. Uh, a couple times, oh, yeah. yeah. No, but the problem is it's got this uh, uh, logo on it, on the nipple, and it, and it kind of scratches a bit, oh, so that's why I never wear it. Yeah, it's chafy. <laughs> but, you know, you have that awkward uh, sort of first day encounter. You know, you have to introduce yourself. You have to say a little something about yourself. It could be weird. And first impressions go a long way. They do. Yep. Luckily, I made a great one because yeah. everybody loves me in the yeah. building. <laughs> Wait, we haven't seen them in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure they still love us, right? Sure. Yeah. If they still work here. Right. Yeah, there's <laughs> that knows. too. It's yeah. like, uh, are you guys coming back or yeah. what's going <laughs> on so here? Long. So when you think about uh, your first day on a job, it could go one of two ways. You know, um, you know what you're doing. 
and you just slide on in. Like it's a job that you're extremely familiar with. Like if you were a cashier at uh, Shoppers Drug Mart and then you go to be a cashier at like a Rexall. You're like, okay, well, you know, I'm a cashier. There's like a couple different protocols, but everything's really like similar. Or produce, all the codes are the same. I feel like you'd still get the first day jitteries, yeah, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like yeah jitteries, you're a little bit of excitement, too, yeah. though, right? Sure. It's a new routine, new yeah. everything. Start something to. new. That's always fun. Yeah, like if you're, if you're a carpenter, for example, you're still carpenting. You right. know, you're still slapping yeah. up walls and uh, throwing uh, asphalt shingles on if that's what you're doing, if you're right. roofing or whatever. It's still roofing at the end of the day, right? Um, but there's always these jobs that have uh, sort of the, the rookie training. You know, sort of that you're a rookie. You, you start at the bottom of the rung, the bottom rung on the ladder. Mm-hmm. You're at the bottom. You're, you're a peasant for your first little bit. Hockey, prime example. You go to a new hockey team. You're a rookie, whatever. You're a draft pick. You show up at the Jets. You're carrying the bags. Maybe not the NHL level, but say, you know, you, you go to another team. Uh, now you're carrying the bags. You're picking up the tabs when the guys are going out drinking and stuff like that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Rookieing. Yeah, Police. initiation sort of. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they want to make sure like you're one of the exactly. one, one of the guys or one of the one of the gals. Yeah, you know, um, police, big one. You gotta have each other's backs. So your fellow employees need to make sure that you got them, and they got you, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going into situations like mm-hmm. you don't know how your day is going to end every mm-hmm. day when you go in. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially so, that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this guy, he's uh, he's a rookie cop. And um, he got stuck with, uh, and this is first day on the job stuff, man. This is his first day on the job. Hey, Rook, you're up. Here's the audio. Then we got a call from a, a few passerbys that they described a white male in front of the church there on Pennsylvania. They said that he was pooping right in front of the sign there. One of the callers in particular, she had young children in the car and she was justifiably upset. It was definitely not an animal. It was definitely human in nature. He did admit to defecating in public. You know, I guess uh, the urge got the most of him and he was unable to find an accessible restroom right away. So the cop that they sent to do the pickup, the stoop and scoop of the poop, not that they needed a stool sample because clearly the guy that was dropping a deuce, they caught him in the act. Yeah, they yeah, knew it was him. <laughs> Can you imagine? First day on the job. Like, uh, no, chief, I don't want to go pick up that Yeah, crap. you can't say no. You can't, you say, can't no. say no. You're out there. I mean, yeah. it was a little weird that they made him do it with no gloves. And- <laughs> Rena, it's your birthday. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you don't just, you go, you can go. Back to bed. I can? I'm sorry. I wish I would have thought about that earlier. I know. It took me a second. You know what it took? It's stupid Facebook telling me. Because I knew it was your birthday. We were talking about it with Carly the other day. Yep. Because Carly works down the hall. She's a March baby, too. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, all these March babies. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, Rena's on Thursday. I yeah. know that. It's the 25th. I know that. And then it's Thursday today. And I thought it was Wednesday. And it's not. I had zero idea. I had zero no. idea it was your birthday. But okay. happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, well, since it is your uh, birthday, yep. um, you're probably going to get into some napping juice this afternoon, I would assume. I am going to try and do a patio today for the first time. Yeah, uh, I'm going to try and do Earl's because I try, I try calling around and there's like nothing really open around noonish. Everything opens like three or yeah, four. Yeah, everything's opening later. That was that was the problem that I ran into on Sunday when we were cruising around looking for a place. Yeah. Like nothing really opened, especially on a Sunday was opening till later. So yeah, I was trying to go to Block and Blade or somewhere in my neighborhood, but everything is, uh, doesn't Whoa. open till four. So I got to Earl's. It is today. Yeah, yeah, and if you're uh, just going for some beers, like how how many beers is that? Now, I bring this up because I posted something on my Twitter yesterday, and it got a ton of action. It was like, oh, yeah, right. This is like every guy saying to his wife, I'm going for one beer. Because a beer, I'm going for a beer or I'm going for one beer is automatically two, three. Okay. Like I say going for a beer when I'm going for an hour. 
Okay. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that's sure. kind of that's kind of the expectation. Like if I say to my wife, "Hey, I'm going for a beer," she'd be like, "Uh huh." See you at three a.m. Yeah. Like or whatever. <laughs> I would assume two hours. If you're going for a beer, I, that's what I like. Okay. Red says he's going for a beer. I expect him within two hours to be home. If not, I'm calling. Where are you? Okay. Seven six two triple five. Um. Okay. If your partner says they're going for a couple beers, what's that number? See, I like I like the way that you just, just you just kind of compared it to hours because I think that makes that makes it a little bit easier. Because if I'm saying I'm going for a beer, I could see the hour thing. That makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. If I'm saying I'm going for a couple beers, I'm not going for an hour. I'm going for a couple beers, so I'm going to be gone for a bit longer. Right, right? and like I, you know, I uh, not so much now that I have a couple kids, but I used to spend a lot of time uh, at bars, and whether it was like a work gig or something like that, I'd be at bars, and I always found it weird when somebody would walk through the door have one beer oh, yeah. that's gone in like <laughs> that's, two minutes and then they just like turn and walk out. I'm like, so yeah, I'm here to have yeah. one beer. Like you I go there to, at home. Yeah. I go there to yeah, socialize. Exactly. Like I go there to hang out. Sometimes it takes me an hour to drink a beer because I'm too busy yapping. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the only time I, I ever do that is if like, if you're working somewhere or, and you're, you know, by yourself and you want to drink before you're hosting an event and there's a bar nearby or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You get a little loosen up a little, <laughs> but yeah, no, I like cause cause a couple beers, a few beers, Okay, I mean, now a few. Yeah, you're gone for a year. I mean, you might as well just get a hotel. <laughs> Don't come <laughs> just, home. <laughs> yeah, just change the locks on you. Okay, so one beer, it, it's pretty, it, it, it's a known thing that to your wife or your partner that one beer is, is more than one beer. Yes. Yeah. I'm going for yeah. a beer is more. Yeah. At least two, yeah. right? At least two. Definitely. Correct. Okay, so if you say you're going for a couple beers, how many is that to you? Four. Is that a four, like a four to eight? No. Beers? No, less. I would say I would say less than five. Hey, you want to go for a couple beers? Uh, less than five. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'd agree. If he says a couple beers, then I'm assuming my car is getting left somewhere or he's cabbing home. Okay, so, so he's over the drinking. Yeah, a couple beers though, over a couple hours, like four beers over two hours. I, I like I. I mean, yeah, again, everybody's if I, different. If, if, if I say dance. if I say I'm going for a couple beers, you can still drive. Yeah, yes. No, but I know you're saying. I, I'm not like, going to be hung over uh, the next day. I'll put it that way. Okay. If yeah. I'm going for a couple beers, then it's not going to be a, a hangover. If I'm going for a few, yeah, because that's more than five, and then you're, yeah, I mean, then so, a few beers turns into a few more beers, right? And right. You know few, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few beers, and then if you if you just see, this is the one that always gets my wife. If I leave like a blank canvas, if I yeah. leave, and I just say I'm going for beers, <laughs> it just yeah. kind of leaves this yeah. open ended, yeah. and that's when she says the I'll see you at two a.m. kind of thing. I'm I'm like, right. no, honey, I'll be home at 10 and watch a show with you. Then it's like, <laughs> TJ's getting pissed up with the boys again. <laughs> He's going for beers. Yeah. It was springtime last year, TJ, I think, when that uh, girl came to your house to sell her CD, right? Oh, what uh, was her name again? Yeah, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I can't remember. Um, she had some like, like, it was like Grimes, but not. No, oh, yeah, made me think yeah of it. something it like that. Because it reminded me of the. The girl that Elon Musk married. <laughs> I actually really year. appreciated what she was doing because uh, she was, uh, you know what? It was two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah, yeah. because okay. I still had my old door because I didn't let her. <laughs> Seriously, that's how that's my time stamp yeah. on it because yeah. I got uh, Green Brand to come do my windows and doors, right? So I had a screen door at the time because I didn't let her in the house. Now I right. don't. It's just a big door. So, um, so a couple years ago, but I, I just applauded this girl over and over because I was like, that's so cool going door to door. It's like a having throwback. The, yeah, having having the couth to go door to door and, and the bravery and the yeah. guts that <laughs> yeah. it takes. Because gosh, her music could have sucked. Well, could have. Hey, music's subjective. <laughs>
right? <laughs> you played it for us, DJ. Yeah, but I, I know, and I wish I could find it right now. I wish I could remember her name. It's what, two years ago. What time of day did she come to your house? Uh, it was around 5 o'clock, but I was wearing pajama okay. pants at the time, so I was That's kind of okay. embarrassed. You don't, have to, you don't have to tell us what you're wearing. No, yeah. but I, I was kind of embarrassed. I didn't want to open the door because of what I was wearing. Like, oh. I'll, sometimes I'll pretend I'm not home. Like, if I'm just in my scundies and I'm yeah. home alone, I, I won't open the door. To me, like, the door-to-door stuff, like, seems so archaic that I can't believe that there's still people out there that are doing it. Well, even cold calling. It's, like, cold yeah. calling, but in person. It's, we- it's extra weird. It, it is weird. <laughs> yeah. And I know, like, around the election season, you're, you see it, right? And there's people who want to know who you're voting for and stuff like that and whatever. But the fact that there are still people that are going door-to-door either selling you stuff, like CDs, which is yeah. very archaic. It's awesome. Or asking for donations. Yesterday, yeah. I had somebody come to my door asking for donations. Well, they knew you had lots of money, so they're like, hey. I don't care. They came to my door <laughs> at like 10 to 9 p.m. Ooh. That's a little late, well, isn't it? Especially because, ha- you, well, you don't have kids yet, but I mean, if you have kids, that's really late. I've had that happen too. Um, someone came and it was, of course, for some charity that's, that's like, you know, was. and it was, but it was like, so you, I felt bad being mad. But I was like, you scared me, sir. <laughs> like, well, that, and that was kind of the weirdest part was I was just kind of getting my stuff ready, my smoothie ready, my coffee ready for the next day. And <laughs> instead of ringing my doorbell, which yeah. you have it, the ring, you have the camera thing though. So you didn't see them coming. You didn't get a notification. I got or? a, when you got the thing, but he, yeah. instead of ringing the doorbell, he knocked the door, which I thought was like. I don't know. It kind of freaked me out even more because I was like, why did you just ring the doorbell, dude? Right. Normally, it's right cops, the only people that knock yeah, are cops. Exactly. Who knocks or, or, the door? Or like uh, you'll get the door knockers that come around like elder, elder, uh, you know, uh, the dudes with the short white Church of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, sure. With yeah, the short yeah. sleeve white shirts. Yeah. Equally as scary. Yeah. I'll yeah. give this guy yeah. credit. At least he like, you know, he, he stood back. He was wearing a mask. Yeah. He was, you know, he stood off his steps, whatever. But I answered the door and I'm like, and he's like, hello, sir. Uh. I'm sorry to bother you, but and I was like, man, it's was he like, an older guy? No, he was like probably late twenties, early thirties. But he talked like an old man, or that's just your that's just my impression. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's like, I'm sorry to bother you, um, but I'm I'm here. I don't know. I was here for seeing eye dogs or something like that. But I was no. like, I was like, dude, I'm uh, seeing eye dogs. Yes, and I was so like, he was blind, probably. Turnbull. At least you didn't see when you gave him the middle finger and told him <laughs> yeah. to get off your step. You. No. I thought that was you too. No, that was the recording of the giant ship that was pulling Weird. into port that started to, uh, on their horns, play yeah. Seven Nation Army. That's cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, you know how two days ago we were all captivated and enthralled with the story of the shrimp tails in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So every day there's like something that happens on, on the internet, on Twitter, whatever, and I, like you just tend to get locked in. Mm-hmm. And you follow it, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, it's crazy." Some crazy stories that happen. Crazy, no. crazy. We just hear about them now more, right? Like, I'm sure crazy stories have always happened, but now yeah. we're just hearing about them all the time. There's more of an avenue now, especially with Twitter. So I don't know if you know uh, about the Suez Canal. Suez Canal connects uh, the Red Sea to the Mediterranean, one of the busiest shipping ports on the planet. Mm-hmm. It's big. Panama Canal, Suez Canal, huge, right? Massive. Um. The Suez Canal is now blocked off because of this giant freighter, one of the biggest container ships on the planet. Now, just for a little context, this thing is uh, 200,000 tons. That's a lot. Okay. Okay. Heavy. Mm -hmm. Very. Yeah. Very, very 
I usually bench 100,000, so. Oh, yeah, so yeah. basically like. Double, double that. Yeah, double. Okay. Hefty, you might say. <laughs> yes, this is a hefty ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is 400 meters long, which uh, if you don't know, like that's half a kilometer long. It's a quarter mile, 1,300 feet. Uh, the world record is like 43 seconds. Like the fastest guy on the planet that can run that distance yeah. runs it. In, it takes him almost a minute to, <laughs> yeah. to sprint the sprint entire the length. length. Okay. So if that's like maybe gives you some context, right? Four football fields. Mm, yeah. Okay. So like it's huge. And they use this to ship cargo. Cargo. A lot of cargo. Lots of cargo. Like so much cargo, including oil. That's a big thing. That's why they're saying this is going to be uh, a pretty big deal if this uh, this blockage happens much longer. Is it stuck? Yeah, so what they, I, and, and honestly, I don't know all about how this stupid thing got stuck, uh, but somehow it just, uh, it, like the channel narrows down a little bit in spots, and the guy was probably getting nagged by his first mate, was like, Larry, Larry, <laughs> the GPS said stay left of the pylon, Larry. <laughs> and Larry just ran her up on shore, and this thing is like stuck diagonally across the Suez Canal, and they tried, like, uh, they, they've made efforts to go front, back, front, like, try and, like, just create. Jimmy it out, yeah. Yeah, like, you know Austin Powers? Yes. When he's in that tunnel, like, he's in that hallway? Yeah. Right? And he's, like, doing the front, back. The 36-point turn. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what he is doing. Um, he, so he's stuck. And now they don't know how to get him out. Like, 12% of the world's trade passes through this channel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the price of oil is spiked because yeah. of it <laughs> around the world, 10%. That's what they're using as an excuse anyway for the 124 that you're going to be paying at Domo later on today. So obviously yeah. because of how big and because of how heavy this thing is, they don't know like what they can pull vehicles they can use to exactly. They're using these little tugboats right now, we're like trying. 12 at a time. <laughs> yeah. but that's exactly. usually what they do to move ships, but like there's so much just limited space. Like just a the guy ice, out there in his the, canoe? The satellite view is crazy <laughs> of how wedged this thing is. And then you can see the satellite imagery of the ships that are piled up behind it. Yeah. Because right. and now I, I'll say this. When I lived down in southern Ontario, the Welland Canal, um, it connects Lake Ontario to Lake Erie. And we lived in a town called Port Colborne, which is like just west of Buffalo. And it you know, connects uh, basically Toronto to, to Buffalo and Cleveland and, and all, the, all the rust belt. Yeah. Right? Huge ships, huge freighters all the time. I've never seen any, like, these guys know what they're doing. Like, this guy must have done something. I've seen these things passing. They pass in channels, dude. I'm not even joking. There's, like, a foot between them. Yeah, I know. I've seen videos, yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How this guy got hung up like this? I mean, I, you're, are you following GPS? What, what did, did this happen yesterday? Two, uh, I think uh, it's two days, days ago now, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's still but, there. But, but, yeah, because initially when it happened, they were like, oh, okay, this won't take long. And because of the time change and stuff, I think for us, it just kind of hit yesterday. Right. So I was kind of following along with this all day yesterday, thinking, like, they've got to be able to do this thing. Um, but apparently, they can't, because of the shape of the boat, they can't, like, drain the water out. Because they can. They can oh, control the yeah. water height in the canal. But they can't do what they need to do because of the shape of the boat and the angle that the canal is dug in. Right. So this is like the most epic game of Tetris ever. <laughs> I don't know if you okay. mentioned it. If you're, as far as if you're looking to see how long it is, it's the the length of this boat is as high tall as the CN Tower. It's as tall as the CN Tower. Yeah. Sixteen hundred. Yeah, that's, that's so crazy. It's, cra it's crazy. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like I don't know. I could just watch this thing be stuck all day. <laughs> They've just got this live feed. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw these guys on tour like, God damn it, Larry. On the line, you know when this song hits, it hits a little different. It hits like a Korean barbecue Wendy's quarter 
pounder with cheese. <laughs> um, what's your fast food go-to, by the way, Sean freaking Reynolds? Five guys. Okay, Ooh. okay. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's, that's steep, nice. though. I'm talking like baseline, like, you know, normal guy. You don't have to get out of your car stuff. Yeah, A and W then. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. It's pretty clutch. You can't go yeah. wrong. You can't go wrong with a couple Mozas, huh? What? Mozza. <laughs> oh, you're just making up burgers as we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to talk to you this morning, and thanks for uh, waking up so early. I know this uh, stretch of late games has got to be just weighing on your uh, body clock, huh? Yeah, you know, covering hockey for a living, I've got tons to complain about. So let's start that up at <laughs> yeah. the time of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear the complaints. So the Jets in Vancouver last night. Um, I want to start off real quick with uh, the NHL referee, Tim Peel. Now, this is a man who literally took a, a, a hard shot off of his penis <laughs> for the league, and it deflected, and he scored a goal. Maybe one I of the only guys that, to yeah. straight score a goal <laughs> off of his wang from the corner. It was an unbelievable shot. Uh, that his, I, I don't know if it was just like the, the curve in his rod that fired it into the net because <laughs> it just went off and ricocheted in behind Roberto Luongo a few years back. And honestly, yeah. Tim Peel was one of my favorite reps. And then we find out he's a cheetah. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a totally different take on this than, than most people I find. I mean, we we all know about the the idea of refs managing games and makeup calls. Anyone who's ever played, I think, subscribes to this and knows that it's happening. Everyone knows that if you're in a game and a ref makes a bad call at some point, that he's going to try and make it up at some point. And everyone knows that if a team goes out and the other team has three straight penalties, you can expect that you're going to get one next. Um, and I mean, I, 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 hey, he won't be the only one. He's just the one who got caught on a hot mic. And you know that because the other ref that he's talking to when he makes a, you know that yeah. comment isn't recoiling in horror saying, oh, this guy's a cheater. It's, this is what happens in games. And I don't mind it for one because the idea of a ref who's going to manage a game to the point that if he messed something up, he's going to try and make it right. Uh, I, I prefer that to a guy who's blindly going around messing things up and never trying to make it right. No, so, for sure. I, and and well, I was just going to say that Paul Maurice uh, shares your your view, and I I'm with you too. I'm, I'm kind of joking, but Andrew Kopp was actually the guy that I heard yesterday. I don't know if you, it was you that got the the quote on Sportsnet, um, but Andrew Kopp was asked about it or something, and he was like, ah, you know what? We're all human. I try not to be too hard on the refs or something. And then he went out and scored four goals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good, good, uh, good karma, right? That's there. karma. I know. Now, do you do you think that if Tim Peel wasn't retiring at the end of April, that the decision might have been a little bit different? I I don't know, but the big thing about this is I, I personally think, and and uh, Elliot Friedman shared later the same thing. I said this on City TV yesterday. I don't know if they ran it, but it's it's betting behind this that is mm. the big what if, right? right. Because betters have to feel that they're they're betting into a, a, a clean environment right so if you don't understand hockey culture and you don't know this and you're just a guy sitting in vegas looking for something to bet on and you hear that happening you're thinking that the game's fixed you're thinking the guy's going out and trying to fix a game not trying to manage a game but I, even that i think is a little bit ridiculous because if you look from sport to sport you know, if they wanted to take away the human element of an umpire calling a baseball game and make the strike zone consistent, they'd have the technology to do it. Right. We, we see it happen on the TV. You see them put the little box in there. 
but that's just what happens. Is that refs are human. There's a human element in that. It's going to affect every single game. They're pros, and they try to limit that. But that's just how it goes, and I honestly think it makes up for the artistry of the game and how players in each sport respond to what they're getting from the ref that night, uh, I think is... Uh, I, I think it's part of that artistry. I mean, what is it? There's, the, there's that guy years ago in baseball who loses out on a no-hitter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Totally misses it at first base. The, um, the first base ump, yeah. Yeah, he's crying after the game. I mean, that's something we all remember. It sucks, and it sucks for that guy. But that's, to me, a little bit of the romantic element of the sport. And, uh, again, I'm not one of these guys who's saying, you know, shut this down. This this exposes a problem we've had for years. We all knew this existed, and it just it came out, and we heard it. Let's stop pretend. You know, clutching at the pearls and pretending like this was something no one understood was happening. Everyone knew this was happening. It's just the first time it got caught on a hot mic. What are you uh, calling me a pearl clutcher? <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I know exactly what that. Means. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I heard somebody say uh, "clutching the pearls" once, and I just used it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it means either, but I like it. I'm gonna start using it. Um, hey, Sean Reynolds, always a pleasure. So the Jets uh, tomorrow in Calgary. Calgary beat up after a couple in Ottawa. A couple guaranteed wins, right? That's. Uh, I think it'll be closer than you think. I think it'll be a three-two Jets victory tomorrow okay. night. All right, buddy. We'll check in with you next week. The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. For Midtown Ford, spring means potholes? We can't help that. But we can put you behind the wheel of something that makes your ride a lot smoother. Visit mid-townford.com. Yeah, TJ's got his ACDC tours wrong or mixed up. So 2000 was the old arena. That was uh, stiff upper lip. 2009 was at the old stadium. That was black ice. And then I think it was 2015 at the new stadium, and that was the uh, Rocker Bust show. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, I said I would have had to Google that because I, I, I remember all three of them. But, I, I yeah, the tour names and the they all kind of blend together, man. It's yeah. ACDC. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just loud. Like I walk out of there and my ears are ringing. I know I had a good time. <laughs> I remember every detail from the night. Um, okay, so uh, we talked about uh, that uh, dude that was saying that because nobody's won Kinsman Bingo, that it's got to be rigged, right? Yes. Yeah. Just, okay. Hey, you know what? It's not really a bone to pick, but maybe it is per se, but not. But you know what? I, I just heard that when you guys had just posted about, or sorry, just played that message about the guy about the Cleveland jackpot being like a hoax. You know what? I thought about that before. You know what? It really makes you think, right? Like, for as long as this has been going on, and so many people win at the 51st number, 52nd number, you know, your 52nd number, and it's you won 20 grand. Yeah, well, you got to split that with 40 people. Ah, oh, but you know, everybody's so close, but nobody's a winner. Hey, yeah, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Hey, eh? <laughs> <laughs> a gimmick, I say. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, I, there's been a couple times that uh, it's gone one number after the 50s, so then it's, you know, just the 20,000 and the pot carries over. And I'm like, hey, how many times is it going to go one after the 50? Well, I know somebody who, one, come on. she won on the 51st number, but she had to split it between a bunch of people. She only won yeah. 900 bucks. Yeah. I mean, still 900 bucks, but. Yeah. You, you, you spent 20 on carts. Yeah, but you think And the money went to the Kinsman Club. Exactly. It's a charity <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. What, do you hate charity? <laughs> what, are you Turnbull kicking some guy off his front porch last night at 9 o'clock? It's too late. 
The story about uh, okay, so I I guess um, there was one minor detail that I that I might have left out about the ship in the Suez Canal, uh, how its uh, GPS kind of ran it uh, up on shore and it's now blocking the one of the lar- largest trading ports on the planet mm-hmm. right now. Hey, I just heard you guys talking about that ship that's stuck in the canal. And what happened is that he lost rudder control. So could you imagine a rudder the size of a, like a 12-story building that suddenly just wants to do a left-hand turn right now? It's like the time I took my truck in to get the uh, front end alignment at Canadian Tire and they forgot to tighten up the tie rods and I was driving down Henderson <laughs> Highway. And the truck decided to do a right-hand turn <laughs> right now, right into a fence. It was not the best day. So try try turning a giant rudder like that manually. It just doesn't work. No, I would guess not. No, no kidding. <laughs> now, are you guys ready? Yeah. Because we have to get to Winnipeg's favorite rock song, which is a battle of two of the biggest songs of the years 1993 and 1994. Okay, so we'll get to those in just a couple of minutes. But the call we've all been waiting for today after we got this one, um, again, not everybody's going to be happy with the texting results from Winnipeg's favorite rock song. Okay, we, we just have to wrap our heads around that. But yesterday, uh, man. What is this f***ing bullshit? This used to be an ACDC station. Now you're Kim Mitchell? <laughs> Suck my d***. So that, of course, the call from the, uh, the old guy who loves us and we love him. And it's, it's like just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't yeah, know about not you. Not expecting it at all. He's never said anything like that to us before. No, quite the opposite, yeah. in fact. Like, I, I offered to take him to the Legion, and I think he's been cooped mm-hmm. up. Like, he's just maybe coming unhinged now that uh, that one particular ACDC song didn't move on through. So after, again, this call yesterday. What is this f***ing bullshit? Right? So he, Suck my dick. Right, so yeah. he, he, he SMDs us, which is just very, very rude and uncalled for and hilarious, but... <laughs> Rude and uncalled for. He called back last night. Uh, being a, uh, a reasonable old man, I should apologize for oh. my uh, nastiness yesterday. Oh. Not like you had anything to do with it. <laughs> oh, maybe a little, but, uh, you know, ACDC forever. Thanks a lot. Oh, okay. Oh. Back in the good books now. Apology oh, accepted. Gosh. Back in the good books. What a sweetheart. Oh, man. <laughs> like, that guy is just, you know. Hey, everybody. Suck my dick. <laughs> Everybody has their bad days. This guy at least stood up and yeah. apologized after. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, man, I could listen to that all day. And so once again, you know, he just. A reasonable old man. I should apologize for my uh, nastiness yesterday. Oh, you are more than forgiven, sir. <laughs> more than forgiven. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. The Open Tech. On 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Sale on now, all month long, at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to 40% on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com. 762-555. You can text us, comment, question, concern. Uh, You're super funny and you want to tell us a joke. You want to wish Rena a happy birthday, 762-555. There's at least two of those there, I see. <laughs> Three, four, five. Oh, they're just six. coming in. Oh, no. Crazy now. Uh-huh. Yeah, Look at all these couple. messages coming. Now I can't even find where the rest of the messages oh, are. Oh, and a happy birthday to Tyler Tate as well. See that? Tyler Taint? Tyler? <laughs> yeah, he's a... You and my foreman share the same birthday. Happy birthday, no Tyler. Way. Happy birthday, Tainter. Tainter.
Happy birthday, yep. Taintsy. Listening on their way to work. <laughs> there you go. Um, you guys want to come for a Deer Burger barbecue at our job site today? Ooh. You know, that does sound enticing. Yeah, homemade potato salad. Oh, that's included as well? Yeah, I was talking to this guy, Penner. His last name, Sheldon. Sheldon Penner, legend. Invite us for a deer barbecue. For deer Reader's birthday. I like deer meat yeah. a lot. I said maybe another day, though. I have things to do. Yeah, maybe without this COVID stuff day. going around, too. Oh, I don't uh, Come on. That deer will cure what ails you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk TJ doing renos is my hero. I guess somebody saw my Your cabin. Instagram. Well, you know what? I mean, if you're not drinking beers while you're doing projects, there's literally zero chance that you're going to get injured. And if you're not taking pictures of you drinking beers while yeah. you're doing projects. Are you even doing projects? Exactly. At you least know. if you get injured, you won't really feel it as much. No, exactly. You know? Just bleed out right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody can drive you to the hospital in Gimli. It's like, I just... <laughs> That's it. It's been a good run. That wall almost got finished. <laughs> uh, why isn't there a live stream of this stuck boat? I totally watched that. I want to take <laughs> bets on when this boat gets out. It's not a boat. It's like you make it sound like it's just some little rinky-dink Vanguard Bayliner. Yeah, it's the size of the CN Tower. So it's massive. In length, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you just as well watch paint dry. That boat's not moving for a while. <laughs> no. They're going to have to redig the Suez Canal <laughs> to make get it that bigger. Thing out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what sport is more golfing? Boring. Uh, what sport is more boring? <laughs> golfing or tennis? To play or to watch? Well, there's no specification, but. Um, I'd say golf's more, way more boring to watch. Yeah, I would agree. Way better to play. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. no running. Yeah. 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 I used to play tennis back in my running days. Did you? <laughs> yeah. A couple of aces up your sleeves? Aces? I mean. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, no. Uh, my buddy uh, Jeff Mitchell, though, he's like a big uh, provincial level. He's like a man, like he's my age, like 37, and he still like plays on the men men's circuit. It's like a thing. Grown-ups play yeah. tennis. I yeah, had no yeah, idea. Sure. I thought it like kind of ended. Like you're either Serena Williams or you're just not playing <laughs> tennis. You're either on the circuit or you're not. I didn't realize there was like an amateur circuit for men yeah, and sure. women. It's like that with any sport. I guess. Yeah. I've never really thought about it, though. Yeah. Huh. Can I get a hua? Hua. 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 Like the <laughs> probably from the gold eyes. Hua. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that for the uh that's like anytime there's like a catch made. Hua. Anytime there's a like a the strike, yeah. strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or what about uh David Drainman, isn't that his name? The lead singer of Disturbed. Oh, yeah. Doesn't hua. he do that? Hua. Maybe that's what he wanted. Uh, uh, hua. <laughs> now my throat hurts. <laughs> uh oh. It better not cough. Somebody will think it's COVID. <laughs> I get so nervous about that now. Still? Yeah, dude. I, I sneezed the other day and I did the... Oh, don't hold that in, man. It's I bad. Know. Well, it killed brain cells. It'll kill your brain. Yeah, I've heard that. Is knuckle dragger an insult? How about stick in the mud? I feel like knuckle dragger might be more of an insult than stick in the mud. Stick in the mud sounds a little passive. Yeah. Hey. Oh, you're being such a stick in the mud. What is that? Like, you're just hard to get out? Or is it like... <laughs> yeah, well, a stick in the mud is, yeah, I guess... Like it's hard to get you out of the house to I do guess, something. Yeah. yeah, like you're kind of like boring, and complacent. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, you're a stick. You're, you're stuck you're in the stick, mud. You're a stick stuck in the you're mud. A stick stuck. Yeah. You're a stick stuck. You're stuck stick. Uh-huh. How's your feelings now? Knuckle dragger though. Yeah, that's a bad one. Not like in a. It just means you're a Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't evolved. You see a lot of those people on Twitter actually. If you log on at any oh, yeah. given time. Can we just play this call? Uh, yesterday. 
Uh, I had mentioned I, I, you know, just maybe taken a couple, not a couple jabs, but I had just said that I, I find it odd that grown men go down the cereal aisle <laughs> and reach for the tricks or the lucky charms. Like if you don't have kids in the house, it just feels odd to me. Like if I was a chick going to a dude's place on a first date and he's got on the top of his fridge lined up like fruity pebbles and like Count Chocula, I'm like, wow. No wonder this guy's single at 35 years old. <laughs> like, that's just what I would think mm-hmm. if I was a chick, but I'm not. Holy shit, McGuire. You won't eat kid cereal because it has too much sugar? Buddy, you drank cucumber water once, and now you're some kind of nutrition expert? What, hammering flax and granola? Buddy, your breakfast probably consists of shotgunning Paps Blue Ribbon and hammering 18 Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, you are... One old Henry bar away from having the same diet as a garbage can raccoon. <laughs> Grow up, would you? <laughs> Could have said it better myself. No, no, he's, not, it, really. he's not wrong. It's not 18, because we all know that peanut butter cups come in two packs now. <laughs> nine two packs. Very good, sir. Very good. Thank you for the call. And uh, as any time you want to leave us a message, the number is 780-BONES, 780-2663. Have a great day. Rena, have fun on the patio. Thank you. Trying to be Happy birthday. Too long over. It's only Thursday after all. There's still one more. Right. day to wake up for right um, i'll be here and on that note we'll catch you tomorrow arena tj and turnbow will be back tomorrow on winnipeg's rock station 92 city